Ann. Hi. Okay, good. <laughs> we're officially <we're> connected. <laughs> okay, so this is the way it works. Uh, you do. Okay, so it's just audio. It's audio. Okay. Not a. It's not a. It's not a video podcast. So gotcha. Video. Yeah, it's just audio. It's just like talking on the phone. Okay. So really, what it is? That's fine. It's just a quite like a normal conversation just between you and I, which then of okay. course goes out to the public. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, painter and mixed media artist, right? Yes. Okay. So first of all, um, let's let's kind of explain. No. Mixed media is. What that is exactly? Well, when you you do mixed media, yeah. So anything that uses um, one or more disciplines. So there's the discipline of painting, and that's you know oil painting and watercolor and and acrylics, and and there's disciplines of drawing where there's ink and stuff like that, uh, ink and Mm -hmm. pencil and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Anytime that you're mixing. when you um, layer with a different medium, that's mixed okay. media. Okay. All right. So it's um, a huge and umbrella. It, it, it ranges from, it is, it's huge umbrella because, because anything found objects can be considered yeah. part of a mixed media image, um, uh, magazines, collage items, buttons, mm-hmm. you know, you name it. It's all yeah, fair play. It is. It is. It is, and that's what's so wonderful about it. It's to me, it's like alchemy, because when you're working with something, it is. It's a little you, bit like mad science. It is mad science, and it's like it's like you you're in a state. You're in a state of almost being a magician. <laughs> right, because yeah, yeah, these things. I mean, you know, buttons and yarn it can be a, a million different things. It can find know, its way, weave its way I through know. an image. Yeah, so wonderful. You can glue it onto something. You can put it on your surface and paint over it for for texture. Right. You know, as your embellishment or whatever, you know. <laughs> I know exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> all right. So so your background in art, tell me a little bit about your history. Okay. So beginning of beginning, your beginning journey mm-hmm. as a as an artist, a creative. Okay. Um, when I was real, li- I come from a family of a very supportive, open family of uh, creative people. My mom was a, a musician, a concert uh-huh. pianist, um, and a concert organist. And uh-huh. um, uh, my father was a food scientist. Um, oh my goodness, was- a food scientist! What the yeah, heck yeah, that? he was. Um, he had a PhD in food science, and um, you know, and they were all both always experimenting. My mom obviously played piano all the time. And my dad always had something cooking (laughs) Um, at home as well as at the, as at, at the office. Um, (laughs) So they've been, and I have older siblings who were very supportive and creative in their own rights. Uh, My mom's family is very creative. So I had some sort of genetic disposition to begin with, but, um, I didn't get serious about it until high school when I got sick and I wasn't able to do all the other things that I had 
wanted to do. I had been planning on going into science. Um, And, and so uh, I, without a lot of um, ability to um, explore the sciences um, Mm -hmm. and I was, I was missing a lot of school. Um, I was doing, uh, I was drawing all the time and uh, I boosted my skills and I decided I was in my senior year, I was just going to switch, switch everything over to, uh, to art. Uh-huh. And, um, and I only applied to one school. I applied to more college of art in Philadelphia uh-huh. and I was accepted and I hopped on a train and came to Philadelphia. I didn't know anybody. Um, it was a big adventure. Um, I got an incredible core program. They had an incredible core program at the, at that time. Your first two years are all about building your, um, uh, honing your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved, I uh, transferred to Tyler school of art. Um, and at that time it was all about big painting and that's what I wanted to do. So I was, um, there doing big paintings, um, and I, I, while I was there, my father got ill and, uh, uh, and, and passed away. And mm-hmm. um, I ended up doing a lot of intuitive artwork while I was, you know, wrapping up my, uh, my time there. Uh, okay. And I didn't even share it with anybody, sort of. I just, I just uh allowed myself to play with all of the materials at, at, at hand and I really like sort of just uh let my feelings go onto these two gigantic two or three gigantic wow. panels of uh of wow. uh paper right so, so that was your first that was kind of like your first experience you think I that- think I think I'd, I'd always had those moments Uh and I've always had those moments, but I didn't know how to put them. I didn't let myself put them on paper. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. Um, So uh, it was cathartic and it was, um, was uh, healthy and they ended up becoming, you know, really strong pieces of work. Um, and I, I don't think I showed them to too many people. They're really big. Um, so they end up being stored away and in a tube. Um, and then I think from there, I've been trying to, uh, that was college. I don't want to say how many years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I stayed in the Philadelphia area and, um, continued to do artwork um, a lot of, uh, design work, some, uh, graphic design, some, um, uh, uh, work for restaurants, work for, um, you know, uh, stuff like putting stuff in the restaurants. Is that true? Um, no, not to sell in restaurants. Restaurant hired me to do these really fun cartoony paintings of of patrons in the restaurant. So, So, yeah, so I've, I've been I've been allowed to have a lot of really interesting yeah. commission work all through the way. Oh, yeah. um, fell in love, got married, have kids. Um, when my when my two older boys were were young, I started working for, uh, you know, an, an aunt had mentioned to someone she knew who worked for uh, who was at a company called um Israel giftware design and for about five years I four 
maybe four years, I did a lot of design for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, where I went from having this very free and, um, you know, painting work to do, right. I ended up having to go a different direction and do um, technical drawings of um, ideas for mm -hmm. um, uh, Judaic work. Uh, so menorahs and um, mezuzahs and just, you know, objects of, okay. uh, yeah. of that. And I did that for a few years. And then I ended up doing what I do now, which is some desktop publishing and doing my artwork and a little teaching here and there. Okay. So do you feel that all of the things that you experienced um, as you grew into the artist that you are today was um, like one thing led to another? Do, do you think that, do you believe that, that everything that you, you learned, I experienced, uh, you know, whatever it was, even if it wasn't what you actually wanted to do as an artist, do you feel that that was helpful? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I think, you know, even um, even when um, bad things happen, you have yeah. uh, a mind and a spirit that's affected by it. And yeah. Um, it and it shapes you. It shapes how you it think. Shapes it shapes how you move. It's it's. Uh, a part of it so yes I agree that um uh, our experiences all the experiences that I've had especially the 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 um uh the very uh, deep experiences they've all shaped me to be um mm -hmm. who I am and I've always been observant but now I'm observant with as, as I'm older um I'm observant with uh a less critical eye mm -hmm. I think than I I in relation to way. yourself, in relation to yourself, um, I think just in 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 relation, like I like I want to give the world a break. <laughs> okay. okay, you know, um, I want to kind of. Do you know what I mean on a spiritual level? Like, I'm, I'm, as you do get older, you do get softer. Yeah, in respect to uh, the way you view life, because yeah. you realize, I don't know, as you get older, you get. You get wiser, but you also realize it's not worth getting upset about. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's not. It isn't. It isn't. It's not worth getting upset about. You're right. Right. About right. Right. And it's, and it's a waste of time. It's a waste of, of life energy. Right. So I think that you know, sure. again, this like if I'm uh, out observing the world, I'm I'm a far less critical than I used to be. So I'm mm -hmm. more open in in respect to that. I'm more open to um what my environment has to offer me visually okay 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 so you're more you're more flexible you sure yeah okay yeah um all right so how's that affected you as far as yourself in your creativity are you are you easier on yourself too yes no Yes. yes, in a, okay. yes, I'm I'm learning. It's hard. Okay. Very hard yeah. not to be critical of yourself and especially, you know, growing up with yeah. Uh, you know, and in going to school where the criticism is is um can be constructive or it can be just cruel and and you get both. I mean, you're going to find you know when you're in a, in an academic setting, you're going to get what you get. You know, you can't mm -hmm. you're not always going to have a warm and fuzzy teacher. No, you're um, not. You're not. And it, 
you know, 30 years later, I'm not listening to them anymore. (laughs) You know, I'm not listening to the, you know, I'm not listening to the not nice teachers anymore. You know, they're just. Okay. So do you have a system of uh, putting your critic outside the door when you're working on something? I think once I get started, the critic Mm -hmm. doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. Um, Honestly, I get, I get involved in the work and it, it, it retains all of my focus and all of you really. Yeah. When I'm really into it, I'm doing a big painting. It's my whole yeah. body. It's just a. I feel uh, the same way. I feel the same way. Right. I have to do big paintings. And I do work. I do work. That's that. That takes on a movement itself, a rhythm itself. When I'm not interrupted by a class, like I'm going to be doing a class and I'm mm-hmm. not interrupted. Uh, that energy can take me through it's it's like a state it's like a it's like a frenzy like it's like right it's like high <laughs> well I, I think what what um yes it's 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 exciting and it's yeah. and it's thrilling in the moment and your heart gets heart rate comes up and you're really you're making great yeah. moves in your work and yeah. you're you're making yeah. it feels like you're you making good decisions and I would think that if you work with your body like you're talking about working right. in a big piece you aren't in your head. You are right. In, you're also working through your body, like your body is your is your brush in a sense. Right. And, and right. it's like you know, I can see how that would be if you're working on a big piece for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and tell me about your process. Tell me about. Tell me an example of how you work as one of your processes. Um, um, From beginning to end, if you can. Okay. Um, I first I'm, I will uh, say that that um, one of the things that I like to to do is I like to prepare for uh, for work. Um, and okay. And what that means is that I make all make sure all my supplies are are at hand. Uh huh. Um, and that means you know that's the paints are right night right next to me. The yeah. Um, the collage stuff is next to me. The scissors are available. The yeah. pencils are available. Everything's even if I'm just going to do a painting, I want that yeah. other stuff available. Yeah. Um, and the then paint, right? um, I'll before I get started, you know, especially if if I um. What's nice is when I get a brand new pack of paper um, mm-hmm. and, you know, it has a perfect texture and it has a perfect smell and, you know, you gush over it for a little bit and then you pull one out and it's a little intimidating uh-huh. um, to have, you know, a nice big clean sheet of paper in your oh, life or, or <laughs> canvas. And it's like, mm. okay. so um, I like to prep them by giving them a ground um, unless it's, you know, a water, I don't do all of them that way, but if I'm working with, um, mixed media and I'm not going to use watercolor, I want to give it a ground that, that it, it helps me separate the, 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 but it, it's less intimidating. Okay. Um, what do you mean by ground? Um, uh, so what I mean by a ground is that I might gesso it uh-huh. with a tint. Okay. So I'll mix gesso with water and uh, a little uh, Payne's gray or okay. maybe something that's left over on my palette. Okay. Um, and I'll swish that around. It'll be dirty and muddy and, uh-huh. uh, uh, and light. And I'll just brush that over the whole surface. Okay. So that starts you. Right. 
it sort of it sort of sizes the paper. Uh-huh. Yeah. It primes the paper for sure. Right. Okay. And also it you're not working on a white ground. You know, you're not working on a right. white ground. It it helps yeah. you develop a grayscale within your work yeah. without having to do a grayscale. Uh-huh. Um and so then what about what about texture mark making initially? Um initially I I start with a brush. I don't I will I will um start with a brush I will draw do my drawing with a brush whatever okay. whatever's okay. coming to my mind and okay. I will I will I'll do a few marks in the beginning and then I'll develop I'll I'll, I'll mix colors I think okay. I think I like to mix colors okay like within a few steps I want to be developing developing my palette for the day okay 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 so you uh, okay okay I got a question now yes All right, so you you're starting but are you starting more with any kind of a plan? Not always. Or is it something that you just organically allow? You know, so or or is it both? Is it is it either it, or? It's both. It's yes, both. No. Um, okay. Yeah. It's okay. both. I mean, sometimes okay. if I'm if it's a nice day and I can be outside, it'll be very mm -hmm. very like whatever's in front of me. Okay. Um, okay. If it's you know inside, it could be what's in front of me, or it could be something that's uh, in my imagination that I've remembered, or it could okay. be it, right. it, it's wherever the. It's wherever it goes, and it's it's all fine. You know, I I I don't have a, a specific goal uh -huh. when I'm working every day. I do have a long term goal, um, but we'll talk mm -hmm. about that later. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So, and and I I firmly believe that every every brush stroke, every line, every uh note that you make on a on a painting is is a lesson. So yeah. even if you make something that you don't, if you put a mark where you don't want it to be, uh -huh. you yeah. have an opportunity to move to, to go over it. Yeah, you, know, it's, you do. Or use it in some way. Yeah, use it, use it in a different way. I have sure. been known to start a painting, get it really going, have it be wonderful, and then I'll make some mistake that I can't take back and I can't work with. Mm -hmm. So I take that and let it dry and I cut it up into one inch squares and I'll use sure. it for paper tiles. Sure. So sure. it it will ultimately it will yield something for me. There will be a lesson there somehow. Yeah. I um, agree. and I the agree. lessons are almost always intuitive. Yes. Because the next time yes. I approach it, I'm not gonna do that thing I did last time. Right, right. Um, okay. Go back to your process then. Right. Um, so I I will mix colors um, huh? and it'll be whatever. Sometimes it's um, a local color based on what's in front of me, what's in my studio okay. or outside. Um, sometimes it's not based on that. And it's just okay. based on the things that I've been uh, looking at in the house. Okay. Um, okay. Um, in the yard, online, uh, painting, okay. whatever. All right. Um, I'm, then I develop a, a fairly full palette okay. and then I go back to the painting back to the mm -hmm. surface mm -hmm. and um, I'm a fairly thick painter mm -hmm. and I will work with the with um, with uh, nice big piles of of of, of paint you know mm -hmm. I like to use a lot um, okay. and build up some texture and then 
and go back in with um, any kind of tool. Um, you can use a pencil to pull uh, pull lines through the still wet right. Um, and that's kind of that's very seductive to do. Mm -hmm. um, and when you when you when you do that, it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and you can do it in, you know, you can do it thickly, you can do it in layers. It's all uh, very flexible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And uh, do you do you add anything to your paint? Not uh, just water. I'm not. Okay, to, I'm I don't. I don't use a lot of. Um, I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't use a lot of uh, medium. Okay. For acrylic painting, I don't use a lot of medium for oil painting either. I'm sort of a, uh -huh. okay. you know, uh, take what you get. <laughs> okay. So you're 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 doing lots out of the tube, right out of the tube stuff, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, I mix it oh, from. Okay. You know, I mix it on the palette from the tube. I don't don't yeah, typically use yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so you like to use, uh, do you use a heavy body? Uh, yes. Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. I like heavy, I like heavy body stuff because I can always yeah. thin it down as opposed to, down. right, I can't always thicken it. I've tried thickening it. You can thicken, mm -hmm. um, thicken paint, um, mm -hmm. oil paint and acrylic paint, but I've never been able to get that right. It always seizes up weird and, and you know, Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. So you'd prefer you'd prefer the true the true color in the tube, maybe mixing up that to make another color, but oh. you don't you don't you don't you don't um taint it because sometimes even mediums will I notice that even it says, you know, you can actually not change the the look of the paint, but actually it does change the look of the paint. Right. I, I, you I know, mean, having, having yeah. come from a, a academic yeah. understanding of, of yeah. uh, painting uh -huh. and that's the way it's, it, it feels comfortable to me. Uh -huh. sure. um, and I kind of have that sort of uh, uh, heartbeat for, um, for the pigment in the tube. You know, I, I mm -hmm. enjoy, you know, that's part of, that's, that's kind of my favorite part when I when I'm starting out is uh, mixing the paint right. um you know I'll lay out the full full palette and then mix mix from there and, and that's that's a real joy for me yeah okay so I think that um that probably also okay in school when you were in school mm -hmm. they probably did not use a lot of mediums did they and, and now uh, there were two, there were painting classes that you could um, do whatever medium you wanted to. Okay. And then there were classes that were um, specifically gouache, specifically watercolor. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, a lot of it was, was um, there was a landscape painting class where we went um, out into the field and uh -huh. painted on site there was, um, wow. you know, stuff like that. So I did, I had yeah. a pretty broad spectrum. You did. Of course, yeah. there are things that I wish I could take now, mm -hmm. you know, that I could have mm -hmm. taken then that I didn't have time for. Uh -huh. um, um, so uh, I'll look stuff up online and I will take sure. an online class and yeah. continue my education. Of course, of course. Uh, I mean, that's the beauty of Learning new skills. That. 
<laughs> we have the uh, we do have access to so many so many resources to continue our own education for sure. Right. Um, I have another question, and that is, uh, did you at that time get into mixed media when you were going to school? I did, but it didn't quite have that name yet. Okay, they didn't. Um, even- they didn't have that name at that time. It, it, yeah, it didn't have yeah. a name. It was, um, and, and nobody was upset about it. I mean, it was the image, yeah. you know, you just did what you did. And it was, um, it, the, the, the term hadn't been coined yet, I think. I don't think, I don't think it was, think it was coined. coined. I, I think it was probably, if I'm not mistaken, it probably started. I'm thinking maybe the 90s or. Yeah, twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, that's that's when I remember seeing it in this book that was on that kind of technique. It was right. in one of the what's it called? Impression, impression. Oh, it was one of those really famous magazines—not famous, but really popular magazines at one time—that came out with mixed media. Of course, cloth paper right. scissors also had had mixed media and I wasn't familiar with even what it meant until I met an artist in Sanford who actually did mixed media and she introduced me to what mixed media was all about. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I think, I think that, you know, <laughs> and you probably, you, you were probably doing it all the time. I and know, it was. was blasted open totally. I'm going, holy <laughs> mackerel. Now I know that I can, I now wonder I use these, these, that's right. Towels that the kids wipe their brushes on. <laughs> right. And I you know, now I get it. And um, you know, and being a supply junkie like most yeah. media artists are, it, right. it, it uh, there's something thrilling about opening a new um oh, a new technique and oh, learning it. about I it. it. I know it. And I tell you what, I was actually in my in my history, I was a decomposite artist first. Okay. I was a collage artist first. That's what I was. I was actually a collage artist first. After run out after after I got out of school, I experimented so much with imagery that at that time I was using straight imagery. Okay. Which today I it's full circle. I mean, I do straight imagery even today. But in that case, what was what was first for me before mixed media? was was using imagery like straight like magazine images and catalog images and just using that is to create story that's right what i did first yeah yeah okay well all right so now let's go back to uh talking about your journey in relation to the obstacles you met along the way and how you dealt with them and how you still deal with them. Um, well, it's, it's, it takes a lot of, uh, there's a lot of journaling, (laughs) Uh um, a lot of journaling. And this was, you know, it wasn't really called journaling. It was just, you know, and I did a lot of free association writing and always have, Uh um, uh, uh, have a literate family we have a lot of there's a lot of uh, books around so I was I had an early influence of of reading uh, 
philosophy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, once you read it, you've, you're, you've, you've sort of, your mind is open to a di- couple of different avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that informs the journey as well. Um, when you come across um, uh, obstacles that, that prevent you from, from doing the work you want to do. Um, sometimes it can't be helped and it has to be postponed. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I end up finding myself doing that, um, fairly often because I have a family. Um, Uh sometimes the postponement is a week. Sometimes it's not. Sure. Um, uh, there's, there's obstacles like there's financial obstacles. All artists go through times when there's not enough going out, not enough coming in. Um, and there's there's always a worry there. Um, one of the things that that has helped me is you know having therapy, um, learning some breathing techniques that help to uh, l- help help me segregate the the worry mm-hmm. um, from the uh, from the task at hand, so that. I don't have to worry about it later. You know what I mean? It's like sort of relieves. Right. You can actually. Sort of, it's sort of, it, it's sort of as, a, as a little bit of a pressure release. And then uh-huh. when you carve yeah. out that, when you finally do carve out that time, which is critical to you as an artist, mm-hmm. um, you do carve out that time. It, you can, um, it, it's therapeutic in a lot of ways, especially the intuitive. Yeah. I don't have a plan work. That stuff is is very cathartic, and it helps. It's very me. much so. Yeah, it's it it's uh, been a real uh, help in me even recently to uh, do some work that was inspired by the program that you are, are piloting with us that mm-hmm. you piloted. Um, some of the assignments have have uh, brought out uh, some you know, frustrations okay. that I, I felt. And so you work through those frustrations? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. And I don't, I, it's not always about, you know, thinking about whatever it is. It's just mm-hmm. allowing myself to shake it off in paint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that was helpful. That's right. good to know. I, um, I it, have to tell you, I am, I am trying to get back to it, but I'm having some problems in the fact that I don't exactly know what to do. Uh, I mean, I've got this, I got this thing going on, but I, I, I don't think there's, there's like, there's not a lot of structure right now. Uh huh. So we'll, we'll talk about that later, but anyway, okay. I, I, I am planning to continue. <laughs> I just, I'm at a loss right now as to what to do. I think it was because we had such a lag we did yeah drop out lag and stuff like that so it the energy has dropped off a little bit but i'm going to go back to it i'm going to get back to it so anyway okay we'll, we'll talk I, about I think your assignments are really insightful they're um in well informed and they're um open they're yeah. really open so those are you know yeah um I would, frankly, I would like to get back into and do some, even some mixed media stuff. I think that's a great idea. Although Shannon, Shannon's not ready for that. Okay. 
but but you you are you are so we right. we can go on and and let Shannon if she wants to join in she can if she doesn't want to she doesn't want to or she can't you know because she doesn't, her room is isn't set right. up yet right but I'm just saying I would like to I would like to to continue the 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 imagery and the and the collage and the uh, and the mixed media I think that would be would be really really helpful and helpful. you know you could you could um, uh, I'm trying to think if there's a way to if there's if you'd like to make it a narrative if it makes it easier for Shannon to come up with an idea or search for something if there's a narrative if there's a theme if there's a yeah theme, a theme okay, yeah, or that. a narrative and and uh yes yes i have right. a theme yeah i think that would be a good idea to to pick a theme and and let right. us all interpret that theme right right okay. um I'll recently i did a um i think i probably told you about it i had a, a project to do with um uh, the synagogue I work yeah. for sometimes yeah. and uh, it was I was tasked to come up with a coloring project for uh, seniors and teens mm -hmm. and uh, about gratitude so I did uh -huh. research and this is something that I find like fun to do um, uh -huh. so I did I'll do some research and find some common ground on um, whatever project whatever whatever the item is it's this time it was gratitude they were talking about how to be grateful and yes what to be what what are you grateful for yes and um so i did um four black and white you know uh drawings very graphic very tight um huh? and they and we turned them into these beautiful little coloring pages oh, and then they okay. became um, we printed them out, and they there were thirty guests, uh, wow. kids and adults, and okay. they all walked away with. So we used markers and washi tape, oh, and um, you know they cut and pasted quotes from uh, you know famous quotes about gratitude, uh -huh. yeah. and and we bought frames and they popped them into the frames and they had mats and they came home. So all of these, all of our elders were able oh, to go wonderful. home in, you know, in an hour, you know, they made this sure. beautiful little project and they got to take it home. That's great. That's yeah. great. So yeah. I, those are the kinds of um, jobs that I do now that are, that are satisfying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. I think that when you're working with, uh, with a theme, uh, it gives you the opportunity to be creative in a structured way. Um, it's a different way of creating, but right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful way to, uh, I love researching anyway. I mean, right. I, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, when I'm working for myself, I don't often have, I, I have so many ideas for paintings. It's not, I'm never at a loss for something to do Yeah. yeah. or, or whatever, or whatever. But if I'm, if, um, when you don't even, have that. Even if you're working on, even if you're working on, um, okay, here's, here's an example. Um, I am really into my dream work now. That's another okay. thing that I like maybe we could, we could actually do in the, in the pilot is dream work. And I'm actually now taking the, the journal that I have been keeping up with um, in relation to my dream work. I'm doing incubation dreaming. I'm doing all the symbols 
that I have received and I've got all that and compiled. And now I'm going, um, going online and looking for imagery, which I plan to use the imagery in a collage mm-hmm. or a story or even uh, take some of the imagery and translate them into paintings. But that's all from one thing. That's all from one source. And that's my dream work. So I think that that, and it's also extremely intuitive because you're using the symbols that you receive in the incubation dreaming. You actually do only one question for a, a good length of time. And then the question that you ask, you apply to every morning you receive symbols and you apply those symbols to interpreting the symbols. And then you, again, like I said, you look for the symbols in the uh, online and it's just another way of giving you fodder for lots and lots of future work. Right. Right. Um, That's dream imagery. That's just dream work. Right. And there's, you know, however you receive your inspirational source, you know, whatever your inspirational yeah. source is, it's, yeah. it's, um, it, you know, keep eating it up, you know, it's, it's, I keep a, uh, I also keep what I call is a clip art folder. And right. My clip art folder is all the stuff I've used in collage. I keep in a file in a folder in my book online and I have a separate book and all that is basically, I call it fodder. fodder. Sure. Yeah. Fodder. You can actually use all ammunition, (laughs) you know, whatever you're uh... in other ways. I mean, I've used it in stories. I've used it in, uh, I've cut them up. Actually, I print them up again after I have, I've had, after they're permanent, they're permanently on my, on my computer. Now right. I can print all that stuff up and I can change the color and I can use it for a drawing project or this just so much, but it all comes from that one source, which is whatever I'm working on in relation to a process. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's my dream, my dream work. Anyway. Okay. So, so, uh, when you are working, okay, I got to talk to you about your material. That's okay. a, that's fascinating for me for to talk to mixed media artists and find out what their stash is all about. Oh my! So what, kind of stash, <laughs> what kind of things do you collect? Um, so I've I've actually I'm, I'm no longer collecting because I have lots. Yeah, I know. Um, and me too. I've, me too. I've got I so much. I have to get. I have to use I what I have. Know. Um, uh, and I've inherited stuff too. So I have, um, I like to use, uh, uh, wrapping paper. Uh Um, I like to, uh, uh, and, and cardstock and stuff like colored paper. Um, I like to cut them into like teeny tiny little pieces and then move them together into whatever, whatever speaks to me. Okay. Um, so there's, that's paper, uh, a lot, any kind of paper, any kind of texture of paper. I like to, uh, uh, when, but I'm, I'm working on a watercolor. 
mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do mixed media with it. I'm not going to, I'm going to buy like the nicest watercolor paper I can because you want to get the best result I can. Sure. Um, but I will use a mixed media, a heavy stock mixed media paper to do a collage on Mm -hmm. it's also um should be thick enough to work with whatever else i want to do i might collage for a while and then i'll paint over top of it and Uh i might use gouache because it might go it'll because that'll go over it'll be more opaque over Uh certain spots um i might use stickers Uh uh-huh um if i mean by stickers so um there are uh, millions and millions of stickers out there uh, ranging in size from uh-huh. um, five by seven to, you know, teeny tiny one by one. Okay. Um, okay. And it yeah. just it, images, you know, there are yeah. stickers you can buy on Amazon for, you know, um, say um, anime and you'll okay. get like a big pile of anime stickers and you can use them and, okay. You know, so I might use a sticker in there. I might find um, uh, I, there's always there's always some paint. There's always some you know, drawing, whether it's with a white pen or mm-hmm. uh, or black pen. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I use uh, uh, material um, Carandosh crayons, which are uh, nice high end. Uh, opaque water color crayon Mm -hmm. um uh, they also come in oils and they have really rich saturated color Uh um it can be nice and bright it's very saturated um i like to use those um you can they are water soluble so you can bleed them Uh they come out a little a little there uh, you know, they're crayons, so they, they have a specific sort of line and they bleed out from that. Right. Um, those are my favorite tools. Um, okay. That's that's my arsenal. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Have you ever uh, ground up pastel and added a little tiny bit of water and painted with that? No, I have not. Um, I got a, I got a, uh, what do you call those little things that you, that you ground spices in? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I've got one of those. I've got one of those cute little things with a, anyway, pestle. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, uh, a mortar and pestle. Yeah. I've got a mortar and pestle. (laughs) And I wanted to uh, start painting with real natural looking, uh, paints, you know, and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to actually get natural, Pigment. I didn't want to, I didn't want to invest in natural pigments. I didn't want to go that far. But I thought, okay, well, how can I make my how can I make my own natural pigments? And I I had these old pastels. I'm talking about, you know, pastels, chalk pastels. Right, right. Little stubs, little stubs. And I thought, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get myself a a, pest, a mortar and pestle and I'm going to ground my own. that's awesome i made the most amazing paint it was so cool it was just the coolest thing i i actually came up with amazing these amazing natural real natural looking colors earth tone colors just by using my pastels that were left over that were you know just sitting in a too small to use yeah yeah too small to use it worked 
it worked beautifully. That's it great. It into this amazing, it's stronger than watercolor, but it's still water-based. Right. Um, now you can also add a medium to sure. the pastel and you can make acrylic paint. Right. Or oil. Yeah. Or oil. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you yeah. know uh, the old way. Yeah, I think the long time. That's ago, how they used to do it. I mean, it wasn't already it. <laughs> it wasn't already mixed with the yeah. whatever chalk the, the right, medium right. that they or, used with pastels. Stone, you know, what right? Is, what, is, what is pastel? Um, yeah, you know. buying pigments is is is. I would love to do it because that's such a fun experience. I mean, it, it's like, it's seriously when we're talking about having a mad laboratory, uh -huh, mad scientist, yeah. that's what that, that I would love to do that. I would love to sit and mix, mix from real well, pigments. Get yourself a pestle, a pestle. Mortar and pestle. pestle. Yeah, I just don't, uh, you know, I, I would, I think I would like to, to, um, you know, look into it, uh, because that would be certainly fun, but I have lots of other things to look into too. So <laughs> I know, I know, no, I know. Um, oh, we could actually share. We could share ideas back and forth. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Okay, uh, what I'm going to ask you one question. Okay, a question would be: um, when you feel like it's time for you to organize your stash where how far do you get when you think you're going to throw away something <laughs> oh i'm i'm a purger i am absolutely a purger oh, i am oh, i am not married i'm not married to anything i don't oh, word um lucky. i'll you're take lucky. picture if i if i if i really i mean if it's sentimental if it's something my mom gave me or something yeah. you know that i yeah. haven't you know fabric that i haven't found a use for i'm not going to throw that out but right um i'm okay with recycling repurposing um okay. and uh I, yeah we i we had a flood and it's sort of all the preciousness of my work went right out the window as oh, yeah. the rain took them oh, away sure. so <laughs> sure. um yeah. you know so I I no longer feel a uh, preciousness or attachment to work that I've done. If okay. it's, it, I, you know, if I can take a picture of it, some of it, of course I, I save, you know, I'll save the, the stuff that I, that I find really successful, but I don't save everything and I don't go that's through um, agony over, um, okay, that's over, over anything. I, you know, good. it's not, um, you know, there's always more paper. There's always another chance. I draw, yeah, you know. That's the way to look at it for sure. I know. Right. Um, I still have my hands. I still have my eyes. It's yeah. It's going to happen yeah. again, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but I do pay, take pictures of everything. You, you know, I also did that with my kids' school, uh, elementary school stuff. Uh -huh. They didn't want it. I wanted to kind of have it, but... Uh -huh. You know, it takes up space and, you know, um, so I took a ton of pictures of them sure. and I keep them on a file and then, you know, they're happy. I'm happy. Plus, yeah. Plus stuff yeah. in the house. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, you have to, you have to, as a mixed media artist, I had to do the same thing during COVID. I had to go through all of my stuff that was downtown, down in my basement, right. studio basement. I had a huge basement with stuff I had stored for 25 years and I had to go through that stuff and get rid of it and cat because my landlord told me I'll give you a hundred dollars off your rent 
if you clear that basement out. Oh, yeah. And I had a month to do it. And I'll tell you what, I did it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's tough. You have to. You have to. Yeah. There's, there's, um, I I don't have uh, problems making the decision to keep or throw. It's the physical, like, once I get started, I can get through it. But it's that, um, ugh. I don't want to do this, you know, because it, yeah. it piles up. Uh, yeah. You know, we have, yeah. oh, you I know, I, I just, this morning I went through um, this big fat pile of, uh, you know, had to be like maybe four inches high of paper of work that had just been laid in on the, on a shelf and mm-hmm. uh, probably, you know, 40 pieces of art that I had to like sort of like, Oh, I should put this away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, I, it, it piles up and, you know, and then you forget about stuff. So it's, it's worth cleaning out your space. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And, uh, and sorting through. And of course your, your, your space changes with how you change too. You know, I yeah. will, I will put things up in my studio based on what I'm uh, receiving from the outside world, my family, my friends, uh-huh. I might get a letter that I like, you know, and I'll throw a lot of stuff up on my wall or on my desk, just um, visual reminders of what's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a piece from a long time ago up on my wall in my studio that I have wanted to look at again. Um, so a lot of it's it's a lot of visual looking. It's looking at what's around you mm-hmm. and um, pulling uh, colors and ideas from those things. So I, my studio is is it's the kind of thing that that will change over the course of what's on the walls will change over the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah. I um, think that's important. I think yeah. I inspiration, I have an inspiration board of which constantly changes. And I like to have that inspiration board over my table in my studio. Uh, just because I like to, I like to put, you know, words or if affirmations on that board or mm-hmm. pictures uh, on that board or things that I want to do on that board or reminders of something that I want to remember, you know, that kind of thing right. on that right. board. Because yeah. I think that this, it's called an inspiration board. You know, it's it's really just for me. Uh, I used to put my students' work on my board, but I don't anymore because. They want to take them home. I don't right. want to take their stuff mm-hmm. home, so I don't have access to that to their stuff anymore. They, ha- um, you know, they want to take them home. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a make and take yeah. kind of environment now. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's a type, and you know, it's not a it's not a schoolroom, so right. it is it is constantly changing. You know, but anyway, uh, okay. I have one more question to ask you, and that okay. is. Let's see. I have so many questions to ask you. Maybe you could be on another time, Anne, because oh, you, okay. we had, you're just an interesting, interesting person. Um, okay. What is the artist that's inspiring you now? Um, wow. Okay. So my son is an artist 
and son. He, okay. my son and my son is an artist he's a fine artist he uh -huh. uh, just graduated from pennsylvania academy of fine arts mm -hmm. i am inspired by him um by how he works it's a different approach for me and we talk about art all the time so it's it, it's that's he's my uh, my current um uh, uh contemporary artist that i i'm inspired by but um, I have a tremendous love for, um, for, uh, all of the artists that use light, um, mm -hmm. so exquisitely Vermeer, Hopper, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. the colors that light can be, um, is, is, uh, mesmerizing. It's, it's a, it's something that I'm always looking to explore. Mm -hmm. Um uh and I think that that I think that's a lot of um where my color inspiration comes from is from uh looking at the um through a lens of looking like I'm looking for the clues that um Vermeer or Hopper or um Oh, I love Hopper. Yeah. Right. So, um, it, all the other artists that are, are, um, that influence me, their names have just gone right out of my head because you asked me for them. Um, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But you've given but, me an example. No, you give me an example of. Right. So, um, of yeah, the way, the way that, um, the, the light and color move, um, uh, around objects in their paintings is just, and that's very inspiring. And also what they said with just light. Right. What they said with just light and shadow oftentimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Know, there's there's a so lot of narrative in all of those in in yeah. all of those sort of quietly beautiful oh, I know. paintings. I know. Yeah. Um oh, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I was uh, um what I, I, uh go ahead. What what uh let's see, let me think. What is your favorite, let's see, your favorite, what are you working on specifically? What's your favorite technique right now? Um, right now, I'm uh, doing two different kinds of things that I really like. One is a uh, pen and ink. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then the other is um, uh, painting, straight painting from um, oil painting, which I haven't done mm -hmm. super recently. I've got uh, maybe a year um, gap between uh, paintings right now, but okay. um, I am, it's getting to the point where I can smell the paint on my palette in the studio and it's, yeah. it's making me, my mouth water, you know, like, okay, I'm going to go paint. I'm going to, I'm going to do oh, it. And I, I I like to paint, I um, yeah, mm -hmm. I like to do oil paintings on paper as well as on canvas. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm working towards uh, the goal of, uh, this long-term goal of uh, uh, a series of work on a feeling that you get when you're in an open space and you're grounded to, um, and you're grounded um to the planet, you know, in that, in that way where you feel, you can actually feel gravity and you have this connection. 
Um, and I, I think of it as grace in open spaces. And that's sort of what I'm exploring in um, when I'm out in the field looking for a place to paint. I'm looking for those spaces that have that where wow. I feel super connected. And um, I've been I've been lucky to have uh, experienced those places in my life and mm -hmm. um, gotten to have those moments. Um, wow. So that's, that's my long-term goal. I like, I like even, I like even the feel, the the image that I see in my mind of what you're describing. I, I, I don't. I'm glad that you got. <laughs> I do. I do got an image. <laughs> I do get it. And the thing is that um, it's it's a metaphysical concept, in a way. It is a spiritual concept in a way. You know, but yet, but yet, and, and, it, and it's a, a truly physical, but it is, um, yes, yes, it's physical it's a truly too. physical oh, I, connection, I know, I, you know, yeah, like yeah. when you just know your place, and, yeah, you know, through gravity, you know your place mm. on the planet, you know, that's wonderful, yeah, it's kind what of about neat. pen and ink. What, what do you use um, in pen and ink drawings? In pen and ink drawings, I will use just about any, any pen, any ink. Um, okay. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, super particular um, for exact work. I like micron pens mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, for, you know, like uh, graphic novel type of illustration, that kind right. of thing. Um, and uh, I like wet ink, you know, the, the liquid India ink is uh -huh. really delicious. And with too, a brush? Too. Yeah, with, with a brush. brush. Yeah. And that's okay. really fun to work with. Sure. And any, any, um, any, any pen in the, in between, okay. um, yeah. a ballpoint pen can do wonders on a, mm -hmm. I love, um, I love, uh, I love, I did a lot of caricatures of teachers pen. in my, <laughs> well, I love the fountain pen. I love the fountain pen right. with the nibs because that's how I was, that's when I was in right. school. That's how I was taught is with a fountain pen and nib. And, the, and I had to learn. I had to learn not to like, you know, be too too hard on the on the nib because it would like bleed. <laughs> right. They're very they're very difficult to get used to. I yeah, had one that I I love, I love this the uh, feel of it. Yeah, I, mean, I like the feel of it too. I had one with a micron pen. You can't get yeah. that with a micron pen. Right. Yeah. It it, it is a, it is a different technique. I mean, this is yeah, a different is. hand position entirely. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, so, for uh, those, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and I also like to use objects to make pens, you know, like, a, like a stick, that. go outside and get a stick. Oh, oh, for sure. That's or, done. Or, yeah. or a, uh, what do you call it? A um, pine needle, mm -hmm. just a pine needle and use that as an, as an, as an ink object, you know, to, to draw with. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, any port in a storm, right? Yeah, all of our drawing materials, all of our drawing tools are, you know, it, it can be anything. Yeah, exactly. Look at Van Gogh. Uh, he, he, did, he did his drawings with a bamboo, piece of bamboo that he, he just caught, you know, he just right. cut. Because it was right there, you know. I know, I know. I'm thinking, <laughs> God, I wish I had some bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you know, I always think actually, I would love to have bamboo in my yard. And then yeah. I think again and go, no, because it would take over everything. It'll take over. How about having some bamboo where you can actually get to the bamboo? Right. Go, okay, I know where I can get some bamboo. <laughs> I can cut a little tiny piece of bamboo. I mean, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't miss it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it'll shoot right up again tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway. All right, my dear. Um, I have one more question and that okay. is if there's somebody out there that is saying to themselves, I don't have a creative bone in my body. You've, you've, you've heard that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's just, it's, it's not true because we are we're humans and we have um, mm -hmm. we have a creative intellect. That's just what we are. We're human beings. We create. We make leaps and bounds when we think about things. Yeah. Um, we have an inner creative process, which is uh, you may not know that you have, mm -hmm. you may not believe that you have, but everyone has it, and um, it just takes a little unlearning to tap into it you know um i think what would your advice be to uh as to what they should do about um i don't know i, I wouldn't i wouldn't want to um uh well, I, I, don't I don't i can't speak to that because i don't i don't have that issue i don't have the no i don't either right so i i wouldn't want to make a suggestion for someone who, without understanding the experience um of what they're going through or, or how they feel about it which you um, them, but there are there are people i know people um who who um find that a method for um allowing creativity to come through them is is doing something like um intuitive art like the classes yeah. that you're doing yeah which sort of um allow you to not worry about the um end process what's mm -hmm. the end result because there's mm -hmm. always something you can learn from it and there's always yeah. something that's that's coming out of the drawing so that's one one path Mm -hmm. um, I yeah. think, you know, any kind of art discipline that you would choose, um, whatever feels right, um, clay or mm -hmm. sculpture or, mm -hmm. um, you know, metalwork, whatever, whatever speaks to you on whatever right. you can touch that feels right in your hands um, is, is, a, is a path, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think also it's important to experiment and explore you know right. and not not make any decisions about whether they whether they they go okay well i don't know if i like this or not well just try it you know right. what i'm saying there's no i mean there's no wrong there's right there's no wrong it, there's no right. it does yeah it does take a bit of bravery to say to yourself that it's it doesn't matter what happens on the other side of this this experience it's yeah. like the, the the goal is the journey not the result yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah. And when that when that happens, then then the creativity is sort of just sort of opens up. It I does. Think. It does. Um, and I consider it it's a journey. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. And it's a process. And I really believe that it's important to think to yourself, okay, it's process, not result. Right. You know, if people can get beyond the resulting thing, 
and they just go, okay, this is process. This is something I work with kids all the time. And there's some kids that are so set in doing resulting. They have result. They go, oh, I, I need to have a result, <laughs> you know, and I'm trying right. to teach them to be, you know, more open to, you know, the process. And right. that's, that's, yeah. So that's, I mean, I, I find that, uh, some people, uh, are more, are more, are more, are more open to, you know, allowing the allowing process and some people aren't. So right. you have to like hold her hand a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think, I think really when you're, when you're developing your creativity, the most important thing is to just have fun discovering, have fun experimenting, have fun exploring. Anything's right. possible. Right. Yeah. If the if the activity is is if it's fun, you're going to do it again, you know, and, and the more you do it, the better you get, the more yeah. the easier it becomes to um, to get results that you are uh, that you like. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and I, I agree with you 100 percent. Experiment is is a lot of my uh, my life. I mean, I, as a kid, always building something else. Okay. Tearing I something what, apart. And I just so, got, a done? I got a yep. message. I okay. got a message says, if you're unable to reconnect, reconnect within a few minutes, we'll end the call. So you can try again. Oh, I don't know what oh well, means. we're, we're over an hour. We're, I think we're over. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm disconnect. Okay. Okay. Honey. All right. We'll do bye. this again. Let bye. me know. Um, bye. Bye. Uh, all right. Bye.